This is Tim Waters. I'd like to thank you for joining me in this session, Leadership Level 1, Personal Success. And I hope you'll be able to stay with me for the other three podcasts in this series, The Four Levels of Leadership. If you'd like to take notes, you're welcome to download free worksheets from the web. Just go to this address, www.drtw.net slash new leader. Again, that's drtw.net slash new leader. Now, I don't claim to be an expert in the area of leadership, but my 10 years in church work and then several more years as a college professor have shown me lots of things. If I can help new leaders avoid unnecessary mistakes, then I feel that it's well worth my time and your time to go through these sessions together. You may be listening to this podcast for a specific reason. Maybe you're a brand new leader, or maybe you're an established leader looking for tips on training new leaders, or maybe you've just started to think about leading and you want to know more about it. Let's focus on this last situation for a moment. Most people in this category are asking themselves a couple of common questions. One, some might be super confident in asking, why can't I be a leader right now? Or two, for those who aren't so sure about things, they might be asking, if God is moving me toward leadership, am I really up for the job? And I'm sure some people are somewhere in the middle. But we'll address all this shortly. Before we go there, let's look at a few things to make sure we're ready to focus on this first level, personal success. So, is it my time to lead? Well, in some ways, you're a leader already. You and I are always having an impact on someone, whether we realize it or not. So maybe the real question is, am I ready to be a recognized leader so that it's official? And the short answer is this. Legitimate leadership is often handed down to you and me from somewhere or someone above us. And that kind of leadership should not be given away lightly. In fact, you should expect some scrutiny in your life before you're put in charge. But whether you're already in a leadership position or you're just starting to think about leading, I think this session will be helpful to you. Now let's look at how leaders can get started. A relevant question at this point might be, how do I know if I'm ready to succeed at this level? Let's talk about passing the first test, and I call it the test of availability. To be a part of something bigger than myself, I must pass this first test. The world is full of people who are so focused on themselves that the idea of serving others is very foreign to them. But God is constantly seeking those who will serve Him by serving others. In John chapter 21, verse 17, Jesus tells Peter, Feed my sheep. And this is so much a part of what we as Christian leaders are called to do. We're not just pushing people, we're helping to take care of the Lord's sheep, His precious followers. So I must make a decision. I can continue to focus on myself, or I can allow God to make room in my life for more of His plans. A great verse for this moment is Isaiah 6, 8. By making myself available to God, I am saying, in effect, Here am I, Lord. Send me. Now, once you've surrendered to God's plan for your life, things will get interesting, and sometimes very quickly. Opportunities will start to come your way. People will want to connect with you. You may soon find yourself in a completely different season in life. Suddenly it dawns on you. God really does have a plan for my life. But before your leadership promotion happens, let's consider a few realities of leadership. Some leaders are given the opportunity to lead early on regardless of experience or maturity. But some leaders are given responsibility in increments, and their leadership roles increase over time. And this is how it should be. No one needs too much leadership responsibility too soon. Two things can undermine my success as I look ahead toward leadership. The first is premature promotion. I find that this is one of the most difficult situations for leaders and their followers. Premature promotion isn't always intentional. 
Sometimes the need of the situation is so great that things just move too quickly, and a new leader may be in too deep right away. Too much responsibility at the wrong time may not be a blessing for some leaders or their followers. But wise decision makers and committees will pray and discuss matters thoroughly before appointing someone as a new leader. The second thing that can hurt my success here is underdeveloped character. Talent, knowledge, and expertise are great to have, and these things can open doors for me. But once I'm through a door of opportunity, it's then up to how I handle the season of promotion that decides whether or not I get to stay. It's possible that my gifts, talent, personality, and drive are not enough to keep me in that place of promotion. If my character isn't quite ready, it will soon be obvious because that lack of strong character will start to cause problems. Leadership is about the big picture and the long haul. As a result, I should want to be involved in things that strengthen my leadership skills for the rest of my life, not just to get promoted in the short term. And if I hope to sustain a lifetime of leadership for myself, I must be willing to submit to God's seasons. In other words, that may mean stepping through some times of preparation before I can lead others. But if there's a question about things, it's better to wait until everyone has peace about the situation. The last thing anyone needs is a rush job when it comes to leadership. Because once you've been placed into a leadership role, it becomes very difficult to back out of it without causing more problems in the process. But here's the good news. If I wait on God's best, then my character will have time to develop so that it can sustain my success. Trusting God to develop me will allow my strengths and weaknesses to be fully realized, helping me avoid difficulties for myself and those following me. Accountability is key here so that my actions and attitudes have the right balance as things move forward. Because in my opinion, there's nothing sadder than a fall from grace. Often issues arise when a person is promoted beyond his or her level of character or maturity but then no one steps up to offer mentoring. So again, accountability is very vital in this early process of leadership preparation and then on into the seasons of leadership that follow. But remember, no matter how difficult the situation, God will guide us through this kind of season as we pray for specific wisdom. And this bears repeating, God's preparation at this stage is vital to my success. I touched on the different levels of leadership earlier, but let's focus on them here briefly. God's plan for your leadership has four main levels. Assuming that you're willing to submit to God's preparation of this first vital level of leadership, let's take a look at how it all fits together. All four levels are vital, though they may not always happen in the same order every time. Some levels may even be revisited depending on the people and the situation. Also, it's possible to find yourself in more than one level at a time depending on the season. But as the new leader, you may find yourself going through all four levels in order as you start your journey in leading others. Regardless, I and my followers will get the most from my leadership if I can recognize the levels as I go through each one. And these levels again are 1. Personal success 2. Team asset 3. Team leadership and 4. Multiplication Now let's focus on the topic of this session, Leadership Level 1, Personal Excellence, and some might also call it Personal Victory. This level could be the most important of all four leadership levels because without this level, the others will never be fully successful in your life. Test number one was the test of availability, where we each have the opportunity to give ourselves in service to God. Test number two is the test of stability. 
Now, whether you've already been leading other people or not, now is a great time to check on some important areas in your life. Will I cooperate with God in my success or will I continue to sabotage myself? Many people get stuck at this level because they continue to sabotage their own success by hanging on to self-destructive patterns, attitudes, and habits. But if I know I'm headed toward the greater demands of leadership, then I can better develop my personal excellence by allowing God to deal with my heart issues now so that they don't hold my leadership back later. Be aware that some attitudes and mindsets can actually push others away from us and our ability to lead them. Hostility or excessive anger, pride or feeling superior to others, or a generally bad attitude. And then some attitudes and mindsets can keep me boxed in, stopping me from fully stepping out to meet those I should lead bitterness and resentment, fear or being afraid to make mistakes, inferiority or self-pity, a victim mindset, the fear of rejection, lust, and even prejudice. Finally, regardless of my attitudes, certain habits can also get in the way of my success. Procrastination and irresponsibility, hoarding or being selfish with my gifts and talents, bondages and other self-destructive patterns. If you're struggling with any of these areas I just mentioned, understand that rising leaders who continue to carry these traits into their leadership style are sending out a message to their potential followers. And that message is this. When it comes to me and my leadership, proceed with caution or stay away altogether. Now, for the leader, this is not acceptable, but it's reality if we're not willing to aim higher and let go of these liabilities in our lives. Because regardless of what some famous or powerful people may sometimes try to say, as leaders, our private lives have everything to do with our public lives. Something simply cannot be faked. And Matthew 6:18 says specifically that God rewards publicly the way we live our lives privately. The reason we have to talk about these things now is this. If you're not willing to go after God's best in your own life, then joining a team or leading others probably won't turn out well. If you feel you need to focus on any of these areas, Christian bookstores and websites are full of helpful resources. I also invite you to take advantage of another free podcast resource I offer on iTunes, and it's called Taking It Higher. The goal here is to allow God to build more and more stability into your life so that you're ready for the journey ahead. So what kinds of things can help me succeed at this first level? I can begin to be all God wants me to be at this level by aiming for effective improvements better time management for myself in terms of appointments, my schedule, etc. Personal goals set and pursued for spirit, soul, and body. James 1.5 offers a tremendous verse in the area of wisdom and knowing what to do in these areas. Making personal renewal a priority. Quiet time, personal worship, study of the word, etc. Allowing God to build in me the kind of traits that create success. And keeping it all in place and moving forward by finding accountability in my life. The point is not to pursue these things so that God will love or approve of us. He already does. It's not our work ethic that is the focus here. Rather, it's the condition of my heart and your heart. The point is to make sure I'm cooperating with God's work in my life instead of working against it. And that involves staying open to opportunities to grow and mature. And that's professionally and spiritually. When I was in graduate school, a fellow student and I were talking about teachers and the careers that they have. I had not been out teaching yet, but my friend had already had several years of teaching in the public schools before he came back to graduate school. And he talked about a kind of teacher that will make the mistakes of the first year of teaching, but won't learn from those mistakes, and then will repeat that first year of teaching for the next 20 or 25 years. No growth and no improvement. 
As sad as that is in the area of education, it's even sadder for those who are called to be leaders among the body of Christ, because God's plan is for us to grow. And with God, I have room to grow and mature as I move forward. Philippians 1.6 says, He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion, and God will do it if we cooperate. While some things can push other people away, some traits can actually create true success for me and those around me, and at the same time draw people to me so that I can lead more effectively. Some of those positive traits are intangible but yet priceless. Holiness and purity. Honesty and integrity. Keeping your word. Overall life stability. Then there's dependability, loyalty, commitment, and there's even evangelistic fruit, showing the love of Jesus to the world around us. By now, some may be asking, so why is all this such a big deal? I thought leadership was just about being in charge and leading other people. It's true, leaders do lead other people, but there's more to it than that. Leadership involves you and me interacting with other people. In fact, leaders must interact with all kinds of people, sometimes from all over the world and from all kinds of backgrounds. Having special gifts and talents or a great personality are exciting to other people, and those things can help gather folks around your leadership. In fact, that happens out in the world all the time. But as leaders in the body of Christ, we have to be sure that things are in order. If I really care about those people God calls me to lead, I will allow God to show me how to bless them with my leadership rather than hurting them with my own issues. You see, if I have some area of my life that hasn't been totally surrendered to God, then I'm like a soldier out in battle who is holding on to a defective hand grenade. All it takes is the tragic combination of my own issues and the pressure of leadership, and before you know it, that hand grenade has gone off, damaging me and anyone else standing close by. I think it's obvious that God wants to improve each of us in areas, especially when it comes to interacting with others. Also, when interacting with other people, consider this. Before we can explain ourselves and tell our stories, people get a lot of information about us through our eyes, our countenance, and our language. Talent, gifts, and personality are good, but if people don't see Jesus in us first but see other things like sin, bondages, hostility, etc., then they will only trust us to a point if they trust us at all. As a leader, you don't have to be perfect. None of us can be. But the power of personal purity will have a tremendous impact on those following our leadership. Please understand where I'm coming from here. I'm not trying to discourage anyone from leadership. But if you're serious about being the right kind of leader, then God's way must become your way. Before we move on to the next session, this is a great time to stop and do a personal inventory. I encourage you to pray and let God show you how to get beyond those areas that have held you back. In fact, many leaders discover that those things that have always seemed to be stumbling blocks can be transformed into stepping stones and with God's help can build a bridge with those people we're called to reach. You see, smart leaders know how to ask for and get help if needed. Accountability so that we're not out there on our own. Pastoral counseling if necessary even seeking professional help as necessary. Now, we've covered a lot in this session. Are you still thinking about being a leader? I hope you're beginning to see that God takes leadership very seriously. But beyond that, He also takes you very seriously. He wants to see you walking in His best. And that includes whatever leading you're involved in, casually or officially. That's why I believe personal success and leadership level one is so important. Building a strong tower involves building a strong foundation first. And every great and majestic tree has firm roots to support it. You will never waste the time you spend with Jesus in becoming more like Him and in all areas of life, not just in leadership. 
Remember, God cares more about you than any leadership role you could ever have. Just like a finely tuned race car, God wants you to finish the race strong and not crash and burn after a few exciting laps around the track. After all, leadership isn't a sprint, but it's a marathon, and it will take continual partnering with God to stay the course. Thanks again for being a part of this session today. I hope you're now more aware of what it takes to have success on the personal level so that other good things can happen later. I invite you to join me for the next podcast in this series. It's called Leadership Level 2, Team Asset. And you can find the free worksheets at www.drtw.net slash newleader. Again, that's drtw.net slash newleader. I really think hearing about being an asset to a team will make a difference in your life and leadership potential, and especially in the area of working with other people. Again, this is Dr. Tim Waters, and I'm praying for God's best as you walk forward in your leadership journey.